In today's podcast, I look at the ballad called Lambkin, a tale of revenge by a cheated mason, murder and execution. I look at the background and printing history, and sing tune samples associated with different versions of the ballad. Says the knight to the lady, I'm now going out. Beware of cruel Lincoln, whilst I am gone out. What cares I for Lincoln, or any of his kin? My doors they are bolted, my windows are pinned. As soon as the Lord had got out of sight, cruel Lincoln crept in there in the middle of the night. He pinched that little baby, which caused it to cry. Whilst the nurse sat her singing, oh, hushy lullaby. The tune and words were collected in 1955 from Ben Butcher of Popham in Hampshire by Bob Copper as part of the BBC incentive to record traditional singers. The story of Lambkin, the cruel mason, is one of the more popular ballads amongst the traditional and the folk club singers and is well known throughout Britain and North America in one form or another. This is probably because the story captures the imagination and makes for a dramatic performance with its tale of the wronged mason who extracts his unpaid fee from the greedy noble by entering the nobleman's house in the middle of the night, killing his wife and child. A disgruntled nursemaid usually aids Lamkin. She shows no pity for a doomed mistress and in some versions she encourages Lamkin to go through with the evil deed. Annie Gilchrist distinguished two tuned story pathways one Scottish and the other Northumbrian, in respect of the Lambkin ballads. In the English and American versions of the ballad, the occupation and revenge motif is absent. Lambkin is often portrayed as a form of bogeyman sung to frighten the audience. The song is thought to date back to the 15th century, and it's generally accepted that the ballad is Scottish in origin. It possibly refers to an actual event, although its true location is not actually known. Balweary in Fifeshire is one of the more popular named locations. This is based on the name of the nobleman as being Lord Weary, who is a lord of Prime Castle, but the name changes according to the locality of the singer. There's also Longkin's Tower in Prudhope, near Ovington on Tyne, where Long Longkin, a local villain, took residence in the ruins of a tower near Welton Hall, and decided to rob the hall when the owner was away. The story follows the English ballad plot quite closely. It should be noted that in Scotland and the English border counties, Lord Weary is another name for the devil. Professor Child in his collection English and Scottish Popular Ballads tells us that the true name of the mason was probably Lambert Lincoln and that the source singers generally agreed that the term Lambkin was applied in derision at the meekness with which the builder had submitted to his injury. In an essay written by Annie Gilchrist and published in the Folksong Journal of 1932, she put forward a reasonable argument that the name was Lambkin, a diminutive of Lambert, a common Flemish name, and that in the 1500s there was an influx of Flemish masons and wool merchants working in the eastern part of Scotland. If the song relates to a true but forgotten incident, it may well involve a Flemish builder. Whatever the origin of the name, Lambkin has generally been used for his name. The ballad was first published in David Hurd's 
Ancient and Modern Scottish Songs in 1776. The English version of the ballad was printed by Pitts of London on a broadside sheet between 1819 and 1844 under the name of The Lambkin, but it had been collected earlier and was retained in manuscript form prior to this. These can be found in the child collections of the ballad. The first printed Scottish tune was in Traditional Ballad Airs, edited by William Christie in 1876. It's Lankin was a mason good, as ever built with stone. He built Lord Weary's castle, but payment he got none. Oh, pay me, Lord Weary, come pay me my fee. I cannot pay you, Lankin, Ramungang or the sea. Oh, gin you wanna pay me. I here shall make a vow, before that you come home again, you shall have cause to rue. Lord Weary got a bonny ship to sail the salt sea foam, but his lady well the castle keep, I till he shall come home. But the Norris was a false limmer, as ever hung on a tree, she laid a plot with Lambkin when her lord was o'er the sea. She laid a plot with Lambkin when the servants were awar, led him in through the window and brought him to the hall. There are a few Scottish tunes to accompany Lambkin, but there are a wide variety of tunes both from England and Ireland and North America. Of the 33 tunes printed in Bronson's Tunes for the Child Ballads, the bulk of examples are from North America. Miss Gilchrist believed that the Scottish line of the song was taken into the Appalachians in North America, whereas the Northumbrian line circulated around England and was brought into the northern parts of America. She also noted that the English versions tended to omit the first four verses, which defines Lankin's trade, and the fact that the Lord owed him money but would not pay up. This version of the ballad line tends to support the Northumbrian Long Lankin story of the robbery gone wrong, or for some unknown revenge. Whether the Northumbrian version used the existing Lankin story as a framework for a local legend, or the Scottish singers heard the Northumbrian ballad and adapted it to some now unknown local legend, is in the realms of speculation. Oh, nurse, how you slumber, oh, nurse, how you snore, you leave my son Johnson to cry and to roar. I've tried him with the milk, I've tried him with the pop, come down, my fair lady, and rock him in your lap. My lady came down, she was thinking no harm. Long Lankin stood ready to catch her in his arm. His blood in the kitchen, his blood in the hall, his blood in the parlour where my lady did fall. Long Lankin was hung on a gibbet so high, and the false nurse was burnt. In a fire close by. That tune and words was taken down in 1909 by Cecil Sharp from Sister Emma of Cluer in Berkshire. 
This version was printed in the Penguin Book of English Folk Songs. What is the purpose of Lankin's crime? This question has raised debate among scholars of this ballad. Several theories have been put forward, all with good arguments. The following are a summary of the more popular ideas. First of all, pure revenge against the landowner for non-payment of his fee for building the castle. After all, modern builders often get caught out this way. The law still seems to protect the guilty party against the tradesman. They are often forced into more subversive methods to collect their fees. Second, it was necessary to have a sacrifice within the walls of the castle as a protection against the evil spirits. It did not protect the lady or the child against Lampkin. Third, Lampkin is a symbol of the devil and those who make bargains with the devil must be prepared to pay or suffer the consequences. Fourth, Lampkin was a leper and it was thought in the past that bathing in innocent blood was a cure for the disease. Fifth, it's a symbol of the peasant's revolt against the nobility. I must admit, I tend to go along with the revenge motif. Linked with the above theories are verses that ask the nursemaid to scour a silver bowl in which to catch the lady's blood. Some of the ideas put forward are as follows. First, as part of a ritual to protect the castle, the Flemish masons were reputed to mix blood with the plaster. Second, the heart's blood is connected to the soul, and catching the blood in a clean bowl helped the soul of the murdered lady. Third, superstition that to spill the blood of nobility onto the ground brings about bad luck. Fourth, to hold the blood of the baby before a lambkin, the leper, bathed in it. As with all these hypotheses, you pay your money and you take your choice. As in most of the older ballads, the origins have become somewhat vague and unimportant. What matters to the singer and the listener is the song. The tale of Lamkin is just as relevant to modern audiences as it was a hundred years ago. And from a singer's point of view, the song is dramatic with interesting singable tunes and a storyline that moves along at a good pace. I will end this podcast with an early version of the Lampkin Ballad. The tune is from the manuscript taken down by William Blakey of Paisley in 1692. The words are those printed in popular ballads, edited by Robert Jameson in 1806. It's Lampkin was a mason good, as ever built with stone. He built Lord Weary's castle, but payment he got none. Oh, pay me, Lord Weary, come pay me my fee. I cannot pay you, Lankin, for I'm on gang o'er the sea. Pay me, Lord Weary, come pay me out a hand. I cannot pay you, Lankin, unless I sell me land. Well, if you wanna pay me, then this I do vow. Before that you come home again, you shall have cause to rue. Lord Weary's got a bonny ship to sail the salt foam, but his lady well the castle keep till he should come home. Now the Norris was as false limmer as ever hung on a tree. She laid a plot with Lankin when her lord was o'er the sea. She laid a plot with Lankin when the servants were awa. 
let him in through a little window, and brought him to the hall. Where's the man o' this house that call me Lambkin? They are at the barn well thrashing, twill be longer they come in. And where's the women o' this house that call me Lambkin? They are at the barn well washing, twill be longer they come in. Where's the bairnies o' this house that call me lambkin? They are at the school reading, twill be night ere they come in. Then lambkin's taken a sharp knife that hung down by his gear, and he pricked that little baby a deep wound and sair, and lambkin he rocked. And the false Norris sang from every boar of that cradle, the red blood outsprang. Then up spoke the lady as she stood on the stair. What ails my babe Norris? His greetings to say. Oh, still the baby Norris. Oh, still him with the pup. Oh, I cannot still him, lady, for this or for that. Oh, still the Baron Norris, oh, still him with the wand. I cannot still him, lady, for all his father's land. Oh, still the baby Norris, still him with the bell. He were a still lady till you come down your cell. Now the first step she stepped, she stepped on stone, and the next step she stepped, she met him Lankin. Oh mercy, mercy Lankin, have mercy on me. You have killed my little baby. But in man, let me go free. Oh, shall I kill a Norris, or shall I let her be? Oh, kill her, kill her, Lankin, she was ne'er good to me. Then scour the basin, Norris, and make it fair and clean, for to keep the lady's heart's blood. For she comes a noble kin. There's no need for a basin. Let it run on the floor. What better is the heart's blood of the rich than of the poor? When three months were past, Lord Weary came again. And Dowie, Dowie was his heart. When first did he come home? Was blood is this, he says, that lies in the chamber? Oh, it is your lady's heart's blood, tis as clear as the lamer. Was blood is this, he says, that lies in the hall? 
It is your baby's heart's blood. Tis the clearest of all. Sweetly sang the blackbird that sat up in the tree. But louder cried Lunkin when he was condemned to die, and merrily sang the mavis out on yonder thorny brake. But louder cried the Norris when she was tied to the stake.